Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. With you for part two of the Steelers preview as we prepare you for week nine. The game in Dallas, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Jerry World. I'm joined by Dave Schofield, the other co-editor, and Brian Anthony Davis, the podcast producer at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. George Teston asked what kind of beer, Jeff, if you listen to the end of part one for those in audio, it was a Miller light. My dad drinks Miller light, only Miller light. I remember he, I learned at his coworker's house where we used to alternate playoff games for the Steelers. I learned how to pour a beer from a kegerator at a very young age to the point that, you know, no head, you know how to tilt the cup. It's, yeah I, I yeah I mean everyone has different skills that their fathers passed down that was mine so there you go let's talk a little bit about this upcoming game shall we boys the Steelers and Cowboys um this game what's wrong Brian you're just laughing hysterically Dave's laughing Dave's <laughs> laughing because something's going on in his head what's going, on in, your head? going in on my head when you said something about the beer <laughs> Because we're juvenile. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's move on. Did I say did I did I leave it? That's what she said there, Dave, or something? I don't no, think so. No, it's all right. We, all we, right. We, Here we, we go. Let's um this game. I, I said this at the beginning of the show. I just th- this lacks firepower. If Dak Prescott was the quarterback, you, you're talking to Marty Cooper, you're talking CD Lamb, you're talking Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, you're talking about a big time matchup on a big time stage, and that's why CBS has basically said. This is a nationally televised game. We're getting Romo and Nance for the second week in a row. Some like that, some don't. But still, I I look at this game and say, oh my gosh, the the two guys that they're going to throw out there, it's not Ben DiNucci. It's either Cooper Rush or what's the other guy, Dave? 
Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert. Both of those guys have never started a game in their life. And your first game is going to be against the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. And not only that, in all his infinite wisdom, because remember, remember, everyone wanted McCarthy to come back to Pittsburgh and replace Mike Tomlin. This guy, instead of saying, hey, we're going to well, not everybody. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. He says you have two inexperienced quarterbacks. You think you would pick one and say we're we're giving him all the reps. We need him to get as comfortable as possible heading into this game. Nope. They're splitting reps all week. So whoever he decides is going to be the quarterback this week. And I don't know who did RJ say last night he thinks is going to be the quarterback. Did he give you any inkling, Dave? Um, he thinks it's going to be Gilbert. Okay. So if he goes with Gilbert. Good luck with the Steelers defense. <laughs> and having he, he's got all out. that experience from the AAF. Yes. So, yes. Well, the Steelers defense is very much akin to an AAF defense, I think. Anyways, <laughs> so guys, when you think about this, Ezekiel can only do so much. And you have Amari Cooper, but someone's got to throw him the football. Where are the weaknesses here that the Steelers are going to exploit, Brian? Well, first thing first. Ezekiel Elliott is not the same guy that played in this game in 2016 as a rookie and ran all over him. He's not. He took the money, and now he's fumbling the ball. He's still a good running back. But I got to tell you, he is, I don't want to say shell of himself, but he's lost a little bit of a step, and he does not have the urgency. And now when you're playing with a 2-6 and team, this is not the Steelers that were 0-3 and, and still had the pride to go 8-8 eight and eight and fight without their franchise quarterback. It seems like these guys have given up. Zeke Elliott has no line whatsoever. That line, which used to be the That's cream amazing. of the league, is yeah. nothing. Tyron Smith's gone. They're everybody. I mean, they they are now they are a shell of themselves. They are horrible. So not only is Cooper Rush, and remember. C-Rush means crush. He's going to get crushed if he plays. Um, Garrett Gilbert, uh, gosh. I mean, Gilbert from Revenge of the Nerds is probably a better option, and he's like 55 now. You know, so all I'm saying is you've got this offense that even though they're they're really ranked high as far as passing, they have no one, but that's all because of the Dak numbers that Dak was putting up. These guys have put up nothing. In fact, they they less than 100 two weeks ago. That's how bad this team is. They are scrambling as far as passing yards go. They're very weak on that entire offense. They've got great receivers. C.D. Lamb is amazing. Amari Cooper is fantastic. You've got Michael Gallup. He's really good too. But as far as everything else goes, who's going to get him the ball? Nobody. And Zeke can't do it himself behind a line that's not going to give him any openings. What do you think, Dave? You thought about this game more than most of us after doing the show last night, filling in for Michael Beck. Well, what are your thoughts on this upcoming matchup? I was surprised to learn if RJ is any indication as to die hard. Cowboys fans, how much they do not care for Ezekiel Elliott. Really? And do not think he is a very quality running back. That was very eye-opening to me because I thought, you know, they love Zeke and everything else. They just think he's not worth 
what they decided to do in paying him and not lack, locking up Prescott. So that was very interesting. I mentioned this last night. What's crazy is that the Cowboys are still the number one passing offense in the NFL. And they're going to be starting probably what we take your pick, whether it's the fourth or fifth string quarterback. But the only reason they're still number one is carryover from those first four games of the season from when they had Dak Prescott, when they put up three games, three straight great games of over 400 yards passing. I mean, but then you look at the passing yards, they had 59 passing yards against the football team. I mean, this is not the same team from back then. This is just, I don't know. And when you have a new quarterback, as we know, we should know more than anybody. How does everything change with a different quarterback? A ton. How the Steelers tried to change up their offense and try to build to the strengths of their quarterback and everything like that. Completely know what that's going to be. Is that what the Cowboys are? Are they trying to do that? I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. That's the question. It is crazy how great their offense was with Dak when Dak Prescott was healthy at the beginning of the season. He was on pace to throw for some ungodly number. I'm talking like six thousand yards. It was he was on pace. It was it was he was going to break every passing record in the NFL if he kept that pace, which would be difficult anyways. But at the same time, this defense that the Steelers have put together is even. In their current state, and we talked about the injuries uh, just a little bit ago. My gosh, it just doesn't look good. It's just that's all I'm going to say. It just doesn't look good. Now, Dave, defensively for the Cowboys, they're not too shabby and as a pass defense. The, the, I believe if I listen to your stat geek, they're almost the exact same as Pittsburgh in terms of giving up what two thirteen or now I'm sorry two twenty one. I have it here. That's, oh, no, 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 yeah. two thirteen and two fourteen, right? It was two thirteen point nine for the Steelers and two fourteen point zero for the Cowboys. <laughs> They're ranked seventh and eighth. But the but what I didn't look at that I'd really like to see is what about passing attempts? Because if teams are up on the Cowboys by a ton, they don't need to throw the ball. Yeah. So therefore, you don't. And when you're the last ranked rushing defense, and teams are ahead in the game why would they still want to throw the ball so that's to me i think that might be a little bit where that's coming from all in all i, I don't think much of their defense at all snowman puts five dollars in the tip jar we appreciate that he says uh put eight in the box make them throw and don't turn the ball over Steelers win i sometimes would say like the game's not that simple but it could be that simple <laughs> it could yeah. be that simple <laughs> Um, let's get right into things here, gentlemen. Let's do some X factors. You look at the X, the Steelers, who's the player? We'll do one for offense, one for defense. Who's the player that you think is going to be a difference maker for the Steelers in one way, shape, or form? We'll start on defense. Brian, we'll start with you as well. Who's your defensive X factor in this game? Oh, wow. I was all ready to throw out my offensive guy. Uh, so defense, you know, I'm actually going to go ahead and put a defender up there. And I'm going to go with a guy that I, I would hope so is defense. Let's cut that one and cut that one. No, I'm actually going to put a defensive back out there. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. And you that's to play hard. I'm a, yes, you do have to play hard. Steven Nelson. I'm actually looking at Steven Nelson this week because look, you know, I know we just talked about how are they going to get the ball off there? How are they going to get it out? 
they're still going to be able to, I mean, these guys are still going to get balls out of there, you know, so it's going to go towards the secondary. I could see a guy like Steven Nelson getting a pick or two in this game. If he plays good defense against guys like lamb guys, like Amari Cooper, they're still, these guys are still five-star yeah. receivers. So I'm looking at Mr. 22 to do it. All right. Before we get to Dave uh, and talk about his defender that he's going to bring up, uh, <laughs> uh, we have $5, uh, $5 from, I think it's uh, Michelle Powers. Thank you very much. She said, I just want, wanted you all to know how much I enjoy you guys, and we enjoy you and all the people in the live chat yes, that are part do. of our YouTube community. Thank you very much for that generous donation. And if you're listening on audio platform, you're wondering what is this whole YouTube community, go to youtube.com, search BTSC Steelers Radio, subscribe to the you don't miss a thing. All right, Dave, your X Factor that is on defense. We assume that he is a defender. Yeah, I'm we assume go that with he is defender on to- this one. <laughs> and I was actually thinking corner as well, but I was going to go Joe Hayden, but I don't want to go with corners for both of us. So what I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the defensive player of the week. I want to go with Stefan to it, stepping up there on the defensive line. You know, maybe if in case Cam's a little dinged up, <laughs> maybe. Um, and with Noah you need to it to hey, he got on a roll last week. He was dominant. Let's carry it into this week as well. Let's have him just disrupting everything in there. I'm I'm gonna go with <clears throat> excuse me, someone that Brian has brought up forever in his bold bizarre predictions. And that's I think it's Terrell Edmonds. I think this is a game where maybe he gets the good wow, fortune Jeff of a went with the defender. It is a surprise <laughs> that I did that. Uh but Terrell Edmonds, you know, I, I feel like he is he's due and maybe he gets a really bad quarterback that can throw a really bad pass and maybe it's a tip ball. I don't care. The guy has played really good football this year, and it's just not getting talked about. So I'll also go with Edmonds. Now let's go to the offensive side of the football, your offensive X factor, which means it's an offensive player, Brian. <laughs> Who's your offensive <laughs> Well, Jeff, I'm going to go with offense here. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to go back to the well that I always go to, mm-hmm. and it's one you guys can say it with me. Jimmy James C. Connor. Yeah. Jimmy C. Jimmy C. And I just really think, you know, gosh, look, how many yards have they given up on the ground in average? It is like 170. It's absolutely ridiculous. This is this is tailor-made for James Connor to go ahead and run on this team. And just when he's running wild and continuing to run wild, Ben's going up top. And I, I'm really thinking that there's going to be a lot of points in this game. We'll talk about that later. But it starts with James Conner. All right, Dave, who's your X Factor other than Jimmy C? Uh, I, I'm gonna. I've mentioned this a little bit last night, and you might you might think I'm a little bit crazy. I'm going with Snell. Yeah, I'm going with Benny Snell. I think the Steelers are going to run the ball so much in this game that they're going to want to not. You know, not that it's protecting them. They, they, they've not tried to overwork anyone in a game. They just haven't run the ball as much. I mean, they got might, got, might get more snaps, but when it comes to actual carries, I think you're going to see a season high in carries for the Steelers this week. And I think in the second half, you could see a lot of, a lot of Benny Snell and I, who could just completely, if, if he's running the ball at five or six yards a clip, you could just see the Steelers get the ball and just hold it for forever in the second half. So that's what I want to see because I want the game to play out that way. 
Which, by the way, Mike Tomlin on Tuesday, um, I do like pages of notes now because I do that podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he talked to a lot of people were freaking out, like, where was Benny Snell in week eight? You know, and where was James Washington? He said, look, we didn't possess the football. Yep. <laughs> we didn't run the ball in the second half. So that changes a lot of things. Uh, more questions raised about Washington. I'm going to go with a pass catcher, but I'm not going with a receiver. I'm going with Eric Ebron in this game. I think that he's a guy... You think about him being as a tight end, he's going to be on the field a lot more. They might having a have a lot more run personnel, more you know those more traditional style of uh, personnel packages. I think Ebron could be a great play action guy, and I feel like I said it last week. I felt like that was his uh, coming out party on Sunday in Baltimore. Played a great game. Did have the drop early, but I thought he played a great game. I'll go with Eric Ebron. Okay, real quick, Mister. Biggs gives us $5. Thank you very much. Says, do you think the Steelers should play Snell and McFarlane more to rest Connor for later in the season when we really need him? Well, Jimmy C was brought up and you guys brought up, you brought Benny Snell, Dave. What do you all think about throwing McFarlane in the mix? Maybe a little running back by committee in this game. What are your thoughts? I think it depends on how they're doing. I mean, it depends on if the Steelers have a lead, but if you're, if you're talking about just flat up resting because they should be able to win no matter what, I don't think it's you a guys know how I situation. feel about that because you know I always want to bring up week seven of the 2015 season. Uh, I I said this on my on my Scobro show that this was before I was a part of BTSE. So I heard from other Steeler fans, not not the well informed ones at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> um, that that um, they're like, oh, remember Ben had been hurt. And their, their answer was the Chiefs were one and five. The Steelers had to go there. And they're like, I think it's better if you just, even if Ben's okay, you don't play Ben. You just, you, you let him take another week to get healthy. And we can go win that game without Ben. Well, I'm like, no, if Ben's healthy, he plays. If Ben's healthy, no, 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 they'll hold him out. Well, he wasn't healthy. And what happened? Exactly what I said would happen if they didn't play Ben. They go in there and they lose. And Kansas City, what, wins like almost all the rest of them? So you don't take that mentality, but this is an opportunity. If it's a game that you can get it under control, go with, you know, run them all. All right, Brian. Give the Trey Edmonds. <laughs> Brian, you're not talking right now because Cree. No, 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 no. People no. that have been with us for a long time on YouTube and they've been a part of the live chat. Cree is one of those guys. And he gave us $50. That's the biggest donation we've what? ever received. He donated $50. He said, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge, but even more so for your time that you put out each week. Cree, I don't know what to say. Thank you very much. I, thank we, you. Yes. What's and Cree? please, please yeah. admit to us if you just typed in an extra zero, <laughs> and, we'll, and, and, and we will we'll give you, you the money your, next, <laughs> your next nine comments for free, okay, if, that, if that's the case. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. But still, it's a situation where I hope people that are wow, out there listening – understand that yes it is work yes it is part of our job but yes we do love this yeah. you know like i i don't mind thursday nights i don't mind my monday wednesday friday stat or my not my stat geek i got dave confused my <laughs> yeah. my let's ride shows i don't mind the injury reports i know brian doesn't mind doing factor fiction and the rooting guide and the hangover and the pregame it's part of the gig i mean dave's doing multiple shows we love the steelers like we love the Steelers and we love to share that information with you because we got, I don't know about them, but I, I can only speak for myself. I got sick and tired of trying to hear them. ESPN radio talk about the Steelers. 
you know, if you again, we'll talk about the Steelers right after this break. And I just pull up to work. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just drove 40 minutes and I didn't hear him talk about my favorite team. Well, you don't have to worry about that now. Cause that's all we talk about. It is your favorite team. And Cree says, no, I wanted to do that amount. Wish I could have done it sooner. No. <laughs> well, Cree, yeah, we appreciate you. That's man. too much. Big time. But Big thank time. you. You know, yeah. um, great, a great fan of the show. Great supporter. You know, Cree always just the other night, I got a message from Cree saying, Hey, the Scobro shows, is it on? You know, so that's, and I said, no, nah, they'll be on. They must be running late. So, you know, that this is a guy that absolutely loves this show. And I got to tell you, if I wasn't on this platform, I would be waiting on you guys every single week. I would be waiting for my Steeler news because I never got it. I was thinking in the car today how back in the day when I was would go on headline news, and I knew it was going to be 49 or 19 after the hour just to see the pirate score or a Steeler highlight over and over because you just weren't getting that stuff. And now yeah. we have now we have it. So it's great that we have this community. But the reason I'm here is because this is a great community. And people can see my, my Twitter handle here. They can see all of our email addresses if they want to and reach out to us. And it's really nice because we feel like we have a Steeler family. And thank you, Cree. Absolutely. Yeah. My brother threw me under the bus. I he saw that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do a little. Uh, did that? Yeah, we all did over. We did X Factor. Let's yeah. do uh, over under. Ready? It's going to be a tough one. I had to really think outside the box here. Ben Roethlisberger throwing touchdowns, passing touchdowns. Two and a half. Dave, over under. I'm going to go under. I'm going to say two because I think the Steelers get more rushing touchdowns. Okay, Brian. I'm actually going to say three. So over. But he's not going to go crazy for seven, but he'll have three. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over as well. I think we'll go with three. James Conner rushing yards. This is a good tough one based on what we just talked about. 115. Ooh. Brian Anthony Davis, go ahead. Take the over. 14,000. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go 116. <laughs> 116. I'm going to take the under because I think it's going to be more by committee. It's going to be more. Say, then you got to say the one dollar because you would, you know. Yeah, like the this price, is price is right. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick, let's get to this. Mr. Biggs gave us five dollars. Thank you very much. Again, he said, "I was also wondering, do you think Ben is saving his arm with a lot of these short passes to unleash it in the playoffs?" Personally, I just think that's the way the offense looks this year. That's, that's just me. Do what works. Yeah, Dave, Brian, you disagree. No, you're absolutely correct. Because when you look at that Ravens game the other day, the only stat that mattered in that game was not 265 yards given up rushing. It was a W. That's the yeah. only thing that matters when you play a team like that. You do what it what you have to do to win. If you have to have less passing yards, you have less passing yards and don't care where you are in the rankings. Yeah. All right. Next on the over-under game, overall yards, offensive yards for the Steelers, 350. 350. Mm -hmm. The Steelers' offense right now averages 339. Brian, over under? I'm going to go over. Okay, Dave? Let's see. They're saying that the Cowboys have only gone allowed a team to go under 350 two times all season. I'm going over. I will take the over as well. I think this is going to be a good game. Steelers turnovers. They have a new streak going. What are they at? Two? Two games, I think? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two. Um, one and a half. Brian, what's your over under there? 
they are actually going to get zero turnovers this week. And in fact, they might get negative 17 turnovers this week. <laughs> Dave, go ahead. Well, that's the thing that the, the Cowboys don't force a lot of turnovers. Yeah, they have seven on the season, but four of them were last week. They only had three going in to, to their eighth game. Um, so I'm going to say, let's say one, I'll say one. So I'll say under. Okay, I'm going to say under. I think they play a clean brand of football in this one. I don't think they turn it over. It would be nice. Take, takeaways. Okay. Takeaways. Steelers defense taking the ball away. We'll set it at three and a half. Whew. Brian Anthony Davis. Over I'm going to go under and I'm going to say three. Dave Schofield. I was a little aggressive with this line. Yes, you were. Cause three was the number I was thinking. And I thought for sure I'd be an over. Yeah, and the, I don't the know. First start NFL quarterback came to mind. I think two of them are going to be strip sacks. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. So you're so saying I'm, over or under? I'm going to go three. I think, I think there might be a point. I mean, I don't want to say it too much. I mean, do you think this, I don't want to get overconfident with this game, but it could get to a point that we, you're going to, see, you might see multiple quarterbacks in this game. I'm going to go with over. I think they have four uh, turnovers takeaways, I should say, in back-to-back games. I think they get four in some way, shape, or form. All right, now, um, sacks on Ben Roethlisberger. So the Cowboys sacking Ben Roethlisberger, one and a half. Dave, over, under. I am going under. I think maybe they can get one. Okay, Brian Anthony Davis. I like what Dave said there. All right, I'm going to go – I'm actually going to go over with two. If Alden Smith plays, he's a, he still can get after the quarterback. Um, here we go. Sacks on whoever, Danucci or whatever, the Rush, Gilbert. Gilbert. Sure. Um, <laughs> a little aggressive on this one, too. I said five. Ooh, that's Sacks. my number, Jeff. <laughs> you knew I'm saying it every week. Brian, you think they can do over under five sacks? You know, if this is the first time you've tuned into the show, you're going to think, man, this guy is the biggest homer whatsoever. But, and I'm usually not this optimistic. I just really love this game and what it could be. I am going to go ahead and say over. And I'm going to say they get eight. Wow. That would get him right back on track. Uh, Dave, what are your thoughts at five? I, I, I'm going to push. No, I'll go over and say six. I'm going to go, this is one of those games where you think the Steelers are just going to kill them. Not from a score standpoint, but offensively, offensive line, defensive, they're going to just annihilate them. And they just don't get there as much as you think. They might hit them a lot. I'm going to go under and actually go with four. It's still going to be a good outing, but I think I'm going to go with four. Chase Claypool touchdowns. This is my new favorite one to do. One and a half, Brian Anthony Davis. (laughs) We'll go under. He gets one. Uh, you still think he gets one? He yeah. Has, I, he has, what, seven on the season? That's incredible. Yeah, and he's yeah. he's right up there with the Randy Mosses of the world. They're not even halfway through. I know. That's that's, I, that's, what's, that's what's crazy. Dave, what about you? You're, you're going to think I'm crazy. I'm going to go over. I'm going to say he gets a, a, a receiving, and he will get another rushing. So you're going to. All right. Um, I'm going to go under as well. I'm going to say one. I think he gets one. Here's a tough one. This is the last one as well. Juju Smith-Schuster receiving yards. 85, Brian Anthony Davis. Over. Over. Good. Dave. I'm going to say over as well. I think he's I think he's going to crack the century mark this week. Under 80, but they spread it around. They yeah. spread the wealth. 
Okay, let's get to our prediction time. What's the line now, Dave Schofield? It was 13 and a half when I submitted my picks for the website, and now I think it moved to 14, I heard. It is at 14 right now. It's funny because it was nine and a half when I did the article for Tuesday morning. Yeah. But that was based on Andy Dalton. Right. So now it's 14. 14, and the over-under is set at 42. 42. All right. Brian Anthony Davis, what's your pick straight up with the spread and over under? Go. All right. Straight up, the Steelers win this game 34 to 13. Oh, my gosh. Is that- <laughs> he picked your score. That's my exact score. I recorded Let's Ride already. It's already on there. I have it written down on this sheet of paper 34 to 13. Well, go and- ahead. Go to the article. It's already in there. It's 34 13. Well, that's fine. It's fine. Yes. But it's just crazy that we came up with the same exact score. Go ahead, Dave. 34-13. Why don't you do it too? <laughs> yeah. No, th- this is what I'm going to say. Anytime the Steelers are favored by this many points, my first instinct is to take them to not cover. Because like I said, Mike Tomlin doesn't care about covering the spread. He cares about winning games. But the Dallas Cowboys have not scored a touchdown in two games. I'm going 31 to six Steelers. You don't think they scored a touchdown? Nope. <laughs> that would be great. That would be so good. Um, I said 34, 13 and <laughs> that's it. Brian and I, hey, great minds think alike, right, Brian? There you go, my friend. All right. Uh, let's do some bold predictions before we get to trivia and call it a show. Bold predictions or did we do trivia first last no time? we i think we did i don't know okay. it doesn't matter i get a trivia if you now if you want to. let's do trivia so i can think of a bold prediction. okay well this is gonna <laughs> this, this is gonna be a two-part question because <laughs> jeff knows the answer to the first part because he actually listens to stat geek so yeah. this one's gonna be just for brian uh because he's not a team player um <laughs> <laughs> that that oh, yeah. um, an article that that I will have coming out. I think it'll be tomorrow with Jeff because he Jeff heard this on Static. He's like, I have a message when I wake up in the morning from Jeff, who's already you know up and at him at the gym, listening to our <laughs> podcast, and says that needs to be an article. Um, and it was based from a question, a question that that, that I had of uh, uh, he told me his last name now, and I still can't remember his name is Dave. He's from um, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And he asked the question of how do quarterbacks who, who get their first NFL start going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, how do they fare? And the answer is, especially recently, not too well. But the question was, who was the last quarterback who made their NFL debut against the Pittsburgh Steelers that won the game? And Jeff knows this. I want to know if Brian knows it, and I'll give you the hint, the same hint I put on Twitter. He's in the Hall of Fame. Labor Day, 1983, John Elway? That is incorrect. That is the answer to question number two of who is the other (laughs) Hall of Famer to make his first start. (laughs) (laughs) Because more recently than that, Jeff, sweep in for the steal. Is it one Mr. Brett Favre? It would be, uh. it would be you know, because Brett Favre is Brett Favre. Um, and yes. Uh. Week, week four, 1992. 
That is correct. And the Steelers actually went up against two quarterbacks that made their first start in uh, NFL start in 1992. And what's ironic is those two two players in that season are the last quarterbacks to make their debut or their their starting debut against the Steelers and not throw interceptions. All the, all quarterbacks ever since have thrown at least one interception in a game. And the other cool cool uh, fact with that is is the the last four have all been for the Cleveland Browns. They, they I actually which knew is that. Funny, I, I which is funny when you said that on Staggy, and I said it out loud. Browns, that's Browns. all the Browns. Because <laughs> well, not only that, because it seems like the Browns have a trend. The first time a quarterback starts is against the Steelers. The last time a head coach coaches is against, against the Steelers. The Steelers. <laughs> Could Stefanski be the next one? Because that's who they play in Week Seventeen. I doubt it. But you no, know. I think he's a good nah, coach. He, and they need he, to keep him around. He's here to stay. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is this is good. I can't believe Brian got the second yeah. one. <laughs> well, but, but all that, the Steelers since the merger, the Steelers are the only NFL team that have fa- that have faced multiple Hall of Fame quarterbacks when they made their very first start in the NFL. That's a crazy stat. That's a yep. good stat. Good stat. All right. Bold predictions time. This is what we do. Bold prediction. Here we go. Well, before we get to yours, Brian, OCAMS OX says uh, $4.99. The tip charge is a bold prediction. Mason Rudolph and Benny Snell play every snap in the fourth quarter. 35 to zip. Steelers hammer the Cowboys 8 0. Let's go. That would be interesting. I was kind of thinking that way, but I didn't go there. Brian, what's your bold prediction? I like that one, by the way, that he said. Go ahead, Brian. This is the week, my friends. He's breaking one. He's going to the house. Oh, Ray Ray. Oh, Ray, Ray. <laughs> Ray Ray. Okay. Ray Ray. Uh, that's that's a good one. Okay. Here's here's my prediction. That I could be completely off. That I think the Steelers are going to just in case go ahead and have and dress Avery Williamson. And my prediction is. He will play every defensive snap in the fourth quarter to get a sack, and he will, and he will get <laughs> a, a he will get at least one tackle for loss. What number is he? Has anyone seen oh, that? I yet? saw that. I saw that. What was it? Uh, fifty-one. Oh, Potsy. Yeah, I think it was fifty-one. Okay, I could be wrong, but I'm, I can I'm live with sure. that. No. I can live with that. My bold prediction is that there's a young defensive back who gets his first NFL interception in this game. And that would be one Justin Lane. Ooh. Who has been one. seeing the field more with Mike Hilton out. And I think that especially if they have the game kind of in hand, that he might get a good shot and he might get his hands on a football. And the second year guy out of Michigan state makes a statement. I like that. I like Justin Lane. I liked him yeah. since they drafted him. I think he's a good player. Good. Brian, what's your final? Do you have something to say? I just like that. It's a Michigan statement. Okay. Speaking of statements, why don't you uh, give us your final thoughts to finish out the show? Keep on saying it. This is a special team, guys and girls. I really love what's going on in Pittsburgh. Look, the trap game, it's not this week. You know, I'm not always Mr. Positive. I try to be. I think I am. But when it comes to this, I always look at games that, hey, what can go wrong? There's no Admiral Akbar in the control room at all. It's not going to happen. This is not a team that's that has trap in their vocabulary. You saw last week with the Baltimore Ravens, how they fell apart with adversity, with the tweets and the soldiers after the game, the headbutts, everything. 
Adversity knocked them out. The Steelers went about their business. They're going about their business. They're a team on a mission. Do not worry about that trap game at all. This is a different team than just last year, than three years ago, than five years ago. It's not in their vocabulary. Don't worry about it. Go Steelers, 8-0. The record comes to 2020. Dave, go ahead. Final thoughts. I think when it comes to the whole notion of the trap game, I believe that the Steelers, this isn't going to be the game. And believe it or not, you know who I think they, they're they going to have the thank for that? I think it's one Marlon Humphrey. I think because of the whole you know, COVID reminder and like, my goodness, these people were doing stuff like this. We had to play against a guy that gets a positive test. It's going to kind of throw off our stuff early in the week and things like that. Gives you that gentle reminder of, hey, we're the team. We're doing all. We're doing things right off the field, and we're going to keep doing things right on the field. No trap game this time. Too much history. Although only four guys on the Steelers right now have played the Cowboys in Texas last time. There's only four guys left from from that team that played uh, eight years ago. But it doesn't matter. It's it, it's there's something different with the unity of this team. And therefore I don't, I don't see this as a trap game going down. Okay. Dollar 99, the tip chart real quick before we finish up. What's your thoughts on the Raiders? Um, you know what? They're, they're a, I, I just think in general, they're, they're a streaky team they, they can beat anyone. They beat Kansas city and arrowhead. And then they lose some other games in complete dud fashion. They beat a pretty decent Browns team in Cleveland. Very poor weather conditions last week. Brian, what are your thoughts? Check out my rooting guide. I have a lot of things to say about how important the Raiders are to the Steelers right now. So check that out wherever you can get podcasts, any platform. It's the Pittsburgh Steeler rooting guide. You might like it if you want to hear about the Raiders. Now I'll finish up with my final thoughts, and that is simple, that this is the eighth game for the Steelers, and it's hard to believe, but they're about halfway through their schedule. And it seems like just blink of an eye, half of the season's gone. So as fans, it's great to ride this awesome wave of momentum that is the 7-0 start. But I say it all the time. I've said it on my Let's Ride podcast in the morning. Enjoy every step of it. Like, enjoy every game, you know? We all love to look ahead. Let's just line up, beat the crap out of the Cowboys at 425 on Sunday. That's a quick reminder, everyone. It's a 425 start. But otherwise, just enjoy every game because we get caught up in the hustle and bustle. And next thing you know, you're looking like, Oh, it's the off season again. <laughs> we got to wait all summer and all that stuff, which we're still going to give you that content, but still enjoy every step of it. And I hope you enjoy all of these shows that are on YouTube as well as our PM podcast. And then lastly, make sure you subscribe. Like Brian just said, anywhere where you get your podcast. So that's it for the Steelers preview. We'll see you next week as we preview a week 10 matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. In the meantime, folks be kind to each other. Dave, why don't you send us out? Hey, <laughs> it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say your chance to win starts with a spin so go to luckylandslots.com to play over 100 social casino style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.